TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Warning. The Outsider's Edge contains strong opinions, unconventional views, and contrarian stances. Listen, if you dare. Hey, yo. As we were brought in by the fire tone to the Tongans, with whom we give all deference to, I'd like to thank you for listening to another episode of The Outsider's Edge. The Outsider's Edge is brought to you by the Church Shot Radio Network, with whom we use our head and things of that nature. Uh, we don't normally do the plugs in the beginning, but fuck it. Uh, it's Rance, a.k.a. Ray Cash. I'm with my two brothers. I'm with Kyle and Carl. Gentlemen, what's happening? What's up, man? Uh, I'm a little thrown off by the beginning plugs, but yeah, <laughs> always use your dick in your head. I hear Platt in my head doing all the damn pl- plugs, and I, yeah, he, I mean, we that's can't a scary all thought. Be, I mean, we can't all be Platt and just be so smooth with the plugs. I've said before that he should just record himself doing all of the plugs for all of the shows, and we should just loop that on the network. See, the problem is he'd enjoy that too much. I mean, yeah, I know we can't flame his ego too badly. Um, gentlemen, how's it going? Everything good? Yes. Everything's fine. I mean, is it like everything's fine in like with the fire in the background? Or like well, literally? Yeah, it's 2020. Typically, yeah, typically. Most it's days. 2020, so like the earth is literally on fire and we are the dog with the coffee cup just like, this is fine. No, the most 2020 thing I've seen happen all year a lot is they fucking opened the Egyptian sarcophagus, and I was like, of all the things you need to do this year, you want to no, give No, they're a- trying to cancel out the bad juju. They're trying to cancel out the bad juju. is already so super fucked, they're trying to open the sarcophagus and hope that the dark magic will reset us. <laughs> I just it knew. It might have worked. I mean, you saw Fly Sean land on Mike Pence. Look, leave Fly <laughs> Mellow out of this, bro. Leave little Fly Mellow out of this. So ridiculous. His fly. You know what the funniest thing about that was, though, the fact up? that the fly was on his head for two minutes and left. It was, like Mike Pence couldn't even do that. He would talk for two for three minutes when he's supposed to talk for two. Nah, the fly, not- the fly actually lived. He honored the time system. That's what he nah, did. That's not what's what's the most impressive and creepy thing about the whole situation is. The really most impressive and creepy thing about the whole situation is. Mike Pence is so not human that a fly landed on his head for two minutes and he didn't so much as flinch. Like, yeah. just I wonder if he noticed even acknowledge it. And I'm just like, Rai, you don't you don't notice that insects has landed on you. How lifeless are you? Is the COVID killing you that badly? I was hoping Kamala Harris would notice and say something. Honestly, just because it would have been funny for her Shit. to say her something. She was like, no, I'm letting that go. Man. That's true. 
So tonight, when you guys are talking a little too much, Mr. Gunner Scream, thank you, Mr. Vice President. 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 I'm telling you, dude. By the way, I, I I tweeted that in response to some dumb shit Donald Trump said, and I had like 30 MAGA people like it because they thought I was thanking the vice president. Yeah, yeah, they, they, didn't, they didn't understand. But yes, that is now a thing in my house where if you're talking too much, thank you, Mr. Vice President. Um, yeah, so that's the Outsider's Edge politics version. Yeah. Um, so we decided to do something a little different this week. Um. We record the show on usually on Thursdays, uh, so you'll get it tomorrow, more than likely. But tomorrow is the beginning of the annual, I think, WWE draft. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's annual at this point. Eh, you know, WWE annual can be six times a year or one time a year. Doesn't matter. It's WWE. They make the, they, they make up the world. Kind of uh, like the two minutes in between each Royal Rumble injury. Exactly. Basically, two minutes that last five. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the draft starts tomorrow on SmackDown and continues uh, Monday on Raw. So we thought we'd give you a mock draft. Um, but before we get into the details and stuff of that, uh, before we started recording the show tonight, I saw an amazingly huge news item that, to my knowledge, neither Carl nor Kyle know about. And I figured I would tell them live on the air. And unfortunately, this isn't one of those times where something funny happens. This is a very serious thing. Um, all right. Samantha Tavel, a.k.a. Candy Cartwright. Oh, I do know that. Going, is going after Matt Riddle, WWE, and more in a civil lawsuit. Fightful, this is from Fightful that I'm reading. Uh, Fightful is where I get most of my news. That When it doesn't come from the chair shot, I can see Greg cussing me out right now. Um, it doesn't come from us. Sean Ross Sapp does good work. Shit. It's good work. Um, Fightful learned that this that this Thursday morning, uh, Samantha Tavel, professionally known as Cart- Candy Cartwright, filed a lawsuit in the Circuit Court of Cook County, Illinois. Matt Riddle, against Matt Riddle, World Wrestling Entertainment, a.k.a. WWE, Gabe Spolsky, and Evolve Wrestling. According to the documents, Tavel is seeking $10 million per defendant. Uh, skipping to some more pertinent parts, documents from the lawsuit allege that Riddle began sexually assaulting Tavel in April 2017 in the parking lot after an Evolve wrestling event. The lawsuit also alleges that Riddle bragged about this to former Evolve owner Gabe Spolsky and that those two entities and WWE tactically uh, or tacitly, excuse me, um, approved of Riddle's alleged sexual violence towards Tavel. Specifically, the lawsuit also alleges that on or about May 19th, uh, 2018, a.k.a. K- 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 uh, Matt Riddle forced Tavel to perform oral sex on him by choking her. In a press conference, Tavel says that she declined, but Riddle grabbed her by the throat and said, what if I made you? The claim states that this was done in front of other members of Evolve while on a bus leaving an event from Summit, Illinois, the site of Evolve 104. In addition, it was said that the misogynistic culture created by the defendants encouraged the behavior and that WWE has condoned sexual assault in the workplace for over 30 years. Toxic misogyny and the company's duty to refrain from assisting and encouraging the alleged uh, tutorious conduct, new word, I've never heard of that before, tutorious, I gotta learn that, was listed as a complaint towards the companies and Spolsky. 
Uh, it is real. And uh, 10 is not even so much the money as it is like, what can that mean if she wins this? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, some more parts of the story of the uh, story is uh, in the lawsuit is alleged that Tavel had bookings with WWE and Evolve on or about January thirty first, twenty twenty, and that prior to prior to that, Riddle had forced her to perform sexual acts under the threat that she would lose bookings if she did not. Tavel claims that she refused to continue, and that Riddle informed WWE and Evolve that he did not want her working with the companies, and that she was told. Issues with talent prevented the bookings. That's a lot of stroke Riddle has, if that's true. Um, at least with a WWE. lot of stroke. I can notice. I can see it with Evolve, as sad as it sounds, but with WWE, it's a lot of stroke. Um, the document's background states that pro wrestling is a male-dominated sport, and in recent years, females have begun to perform for WWE and Evolve. The history of female performers being hypersexualized and performing in lingerie was brought up. Your shit in the past always come back to haunt you. Mm-hmm. As well as the multitude of sexual assault allegations, there is a mention of higher beauty standards for men and a dangerous culture for women. Riddle has denied allegations of sexual assault from Tavel in the past. Allegations emerged in June as a part of the Speaking Out movement, which saw dozens of wrestlers implicated. Riddle has been performing for WWE on the SmackDown brand in recent months, but is subject to roster change due to the impending WWE draft. Um, this is again facts for facts here. There are some notable errors in the document specifying that Riddle was employed by WWE by the time of May 19th, 2018, and he hadn't signed with the company for over a month beyond that point. Evolve Wrestling Inc. also did not exist for several months beyond May 19th, 2018. Um, the lawsuit was filed against. Each defendant seeking $10 million each. There is an issue with each defendant, and it needs to be addressed within professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. WWE has profited from toxic misogyny since its exception, which is um, one of what that's one of her um, lawyers told Fightful. Um, in a press conference, of course, they said this. We would only hope the state's attorney's office will do the right thing and open investigation into this matter and press charges against Matt Riddle. Uh, she also said at the press conference... Uh, I never thought he would do anything to hurt me. And in that moment, I was terrified. Some things are more important than a career. So one thing that's really important to keep in mind here. This is a civil case. Yes. And that matters because the burden of proof is much lower Mm -hmm. in a civil case. It is a presumption of evidence. So like. You just have to prove that it's likely that this happened. That matters because it is a lot easier to prove that it is likely that this shit matters or that this shit has happened just based on the things that are already in the public record. Like, it is really easy to make a case in civil court that WWE has a history of a toxic work environment. (laughs) Like, that is really, really easy to make a case for just based on things that are very common public knowledge. To your point, to give some proof of what you're saying, Trayvon Martin's um, killer, George Zimmerman, was not acquitted. He was acquitted in the in the criminal trial, but he lost the civil trial. Um, OJ. OJ. 
Breonna Taylor was acquitted. Breonna Taylor's family won in the civil trial, but the the um, policemen who killed her were not. They weren't. They were. They were acquitted in the criminal trial. So what Kyle was saying is absolutely correct. The burden of proof is so lower that that's why you see oftentimes major um, entities or rich famous people settle out of court, which is what I imagine WWE will do with her. However, I don't know if she she seems like she really wants restitution. I don't know if she's I, interested in selling. I even more than restitution, she might be like interested in getting some shit on the record. That's because yeah, like that's big. think about the people that you got a subpoena to prove some of this stuff. Like think about some of the people that tweeted some things about like confirming a lot of what she said. Well, like, then, in, um, on top of that, uh, if she's the so she said that when he he what the the one time she mentioned that he forced her, it was May nineteenth or whatever it was, the twenty eighteen or whatever that was, that was in a bus with other evolved wrestlers. Matt Riddle's best friend is Damian Priest. That's one guy that would have to he would have to be, come, come to the stand. Like these are this is this is so affecting of much more than just Matt Riddle. Is Matt Riddle worth it at this point? Not only is Matt Riddle worth it, but like from the company standpoint, you know, think about you, you bring up Damian Priest. Think about if you're him and you get subpoenaed to yeah. testify both against your best friend and your company. The, company, the people yep. signing, your, signing your checks. <clears throat> and it's like, shit, what the fuck am I going to say? I don't want to perjure myself, but. Well, yeah. and that's the thing. You're going to learn a lot about a lot of different people. If this, if it comes to that that kind of thing, you know, where you've got these high profile guys being asked to testify or whatever, you're going to start learning a lot more about some of these guys that we've always that a lot of us have been sitting here being like, you know, oh, this guy's a scumbag or this guy isn't a scumbag. Well, you and, know. And let's also remember this, you know, because a lot of people will probably think back to the many times that Vince has faced down congressional panels and angry mm. mobs and blah blah blah. 2020 is a different beast in terms of expectations of decorum and behavior. Yep. You could get away with running a sloppy shop in the 80s and 90s with everybody being coked up and doped up and treating the women like shit and blah, 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 and a homophobic work environment and a racist work environment. You could get away with that in the 80s and the 90s and to a lesser extent in the early 2000s. You can't get away with that shit now. No. That's true. That's a good point. And every and and I'm trying to think of the movie that this was set in because it was very poignant. But in every situation, my grandma used to always say, "Was done in the dark comes to the light," but the bill always comes due. And there is such a a horrible history WWE has had with women, with um, equality. Look at all the stuff Moolah was involved in. Well, you you yeah you you going even further back? I'm talking about even more recent as in. You know, Chris Stratus having to bark on all fours, walk like a dog, like the things that they used to have to do, right? And 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 yes, to an extent, they they accepted doing it, but like the workplace hasn't always been the most the most equitable for women. This is this isn't nobody. Nope, this is this is new to anybody. Yeah, but, bra and panties rolling around in actual slop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or like, I remember. Uh, I remember ankles where the women had to literally get naked. There was... Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. H-L-A. Hot 
lesbian action. Yes. I remember there was a pay-per-view in uh, England, Insurrection, where Jasmine had, not Jasmine, uh, Jacqueline had to have her complete top ripped off on top of a referee's shoulders for like five seconds. Edge right? and Lita's live sex show. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so I'm just, so I, it, everything, everything is on the record, you know? And when you're a guy who believes that there's no press, there's, 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 there's no such thing as bad press. Any press is good press. So you oh, do no, anything no. to get attention, do anything, like, you have a network where you sell the fact that you can relive every memory in the history of the company. Yeah. Exhibit A, bro. Exhibit A. I suppose yeah, the question... Some of those things in the vault that you now own, yeah. um, you may not want to be co-signing right now. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose that, like, we're talking about the idea of, like, proving a toxic work environment. Is this going to be more, I mean, yes, the WWE clearly has had that, but in terms of like, and I mean, I would imagine every, pretty much every place you work for, there's some kind of toxicity going on in general, you know, depending on what kind of business it is. But the only thing I would say in any kind of counter, and it's really not even a good one, is Matt Riddle's been with the company, what, two years now? Three years, maybe? Three. I can't. Three. Okay, so... Is it more along the lines of we've got to prove a toxic work environment during the time period that Matt has been there? Because if Matt hasn't been there, you know, then I'm not sure what Candy Cartwright can prove in that. You know what I mean? Like, yes, WWE has it, but I don't think it's so much of her of of her trying to prove that that there is a toxic environment. I think her citing the fact that there is a toxic environment with showing some proof that it's happened just helps right. her case that they don't care about her because yeah, there was sure. one part of the, there's one part of the lawsuit where they, where she says that I had bookings for evolve and WWE possible and they were gone because I was told that there were issues with talent. And the only person that could be issued with is Matt Riddle. So sure. if you have that, and then on top of that, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt that the company didn't treat women well at all in general, it just is more of a smoking gun, so to speak. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and you have reason to believe that they knew about the incident in question and just were okay with that. Yeah. Russian That's what we've rug. been told. That's what, what we've, to what we've been told. Matt Riddles himself said that I told the company upon my hiring that there was this issue with this woman. She was, quote unquote, stalking me. And that's why WWE seemed to be okay with using him, unlike the rest of the people. So yeah, I think that's kind of a uh, an important point too. You mm -hmm. in the at the, the beginning you mentioned you know uh, is Matt Riddle worth it at this point? Well, we definitely know he was worth it to a certain point. That's and so point, yeah. and same thing with someone apparently like Velveteen Dream is another one. Apparently, whatever's going on with him is worth it to them at some point. And some guys aren't like Jack Gallagher, not so much, right? Like Legero or whatever, not so much. But like, if WWE can... has backed themselves into this corner now, where it's like you went to bat with this guy, like, what are you gonna do? You know, if, like, I mean, if I knew what Patrick had on Hunter. I just like, like, and I, <laughs> right. and I know we yeah, we, have, we make these jokes all the time. Does he have right? This we make the joke all the time. But there is something seriously like, did you hear what he said about Patrick on, uh, you know, 
Triple H always does a major media conference call right before takeovers. Right. And it's really big, and, and he's always very open with so many different people. And it's, he was asked about it. I don't know. I think it was either Sean or Nick at Wrestling Inc. And he talked about how the one thing that hurts Velveteen Dream is his, is his immaturity. Right. Immaturity ain't got stuff to do with, with texting a dick to a underaged person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That has nothing to do with that. Yeah. Like, what does that it got to do? Immature not. What does that have to do with it? Well, just like, goes, it just goes, it speaks to the values of the people in charge. I mean, that's just, the, that's the, that's as far as like you can do, man. I mean, that's, it's a culture, it's, that's the culture. And I think that just proves more the point of the toxicity that goes and, on. And, and this isn't just the WWE, like, you know, this is every wrestling company. Society, like, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and, and to be fair, you know, like, you can take from this what you will, but like, I'm not shocked that Triple H is an enabler. His best friends were Scott and Sean and Sean and Kevin's Big Kev, but Big Kev is not on yeah. shit. Like, with the exception of Big Kev, Hunter's best friends are three of the biggest junkies in wrestling history. And I'm not saying that hyperbolically. They'll and, all admit to you that they were three of the biggest junkies in wrestling history. His well, biggest love interest prior to his wife became such an addict train wreck that she like eventually died at an un, at an ungodly young age. Like Paul has been an enabler. Look who his mentor is. Yeah. Flair. Rick Flair. Yeah. 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 Paul has uh, been an enabler. Of course I, an enabler. I, I think I think the issue is something that that Carl talks about a lot personally and professionally is that when you, when in a capitalistic society, you have to ignore morality to make money and WWE very clearly for almost the inception of the, probably since the old, no, I'm not even going to go that far. I mean, let's, look at the Mount Rushmore, let's look at the Mount Rushmore of the WWE, Hulk Hogan, vile, disgusting, awful human. Well, Andre was racist. Uh, yeah. Uh, racist. Austin's a woman beater. Yeah. Yeah. And Rock has wonderful pecs. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. I, I can't think of anything bad to say about that, man. I, I, that was the best I could No. My, the, the worst thing I can say about Rock is that he does more steroids now than he did when he was a seven-time <laughs> world champion. Steroids are legal, sir. I'm not saying that they're not. I'm just saying it is a quantifiable fact that the man is doing more roids now than he was when he had to be in better athletic shape. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So I, I wanted to bring that to y'all's attention and to the to the listeners, um, because uh, to pardon the pun, this is a old WWE statement, but the day of reckoning has come, and Undertaker <laughs> lightning get behind me. Bow, 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 bow. Shane. Is- Shane is snorting in the background like, my time has come. <laughs> Shane, Shane over here on his mound of cocaine talking about this the long game. I was waiting for your ass to fuck up. <laughs> I've been waiting 55 years. I, I love it. I love that Shane, like, we call him cocaine Shane, but we think he's the only one that's like, might be decent. Of the whole family. Hey, hey the, the the one drug addict is like a possible drug addict, alleged drug addict. It's probably the nicest. No, Steph is Steph, Steph is fantastic. 
I, I think Steph is a fantastic human. I really I, I'm still just going to give you mad side eye for alleged. That man got coke sir. sweats and nose sir. rubbed out the wazoo. Sir. <laughs> I, the, 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 the lawsuit I just read was in Cook County. The last lawsuit I read about in Cook County was on from a podcast. I am not getting subpoenaed for your ass. <laughs> not going to happen. I am not. The I'm thoughts and opinions of Kyle Morris do not... Do not reflect the thoughts of the Outsiders Edge or Cheshire Radio or media networks in general. Shit, you can make millions of dollars and still be a cocaine addict. There ain't nothing wrong with being a cocaine addict. It's just very obvious you got to have it. Okay. Oh, man. So, yes, the draft. Um, I really want to take this time right now to gloat about how I told y'all motherfuckers about the long-term storytelling, retribution. We but don't we know how long-term it is yet. He hasn't officially connected himself to being the hacker yet. Give it time. Um, but yes, I'm let's talk patient. about it. I'm a public school teacher. There's nobody more patient. That's a good point. There's nobody more patient. <laughs> um, okay, yes. So I'm going to read the rules of the actual draft to you. We'll kind of talk about that for a second before we do our For ours. our long-time listeners, they're basically the same rules as always. Yes. More than 60 male superstars feels female superstars. I can't read tonight. And tag teams have been placed in the 2020 WWE draft. Since Friday Night SmackDown is two hour show and Monday Night Raw is a three hour show, Raw will get three picks for every two, two picks SmackDown has. Uh, tag teams still count as one pick unless this is the different part, which is interesting. Unless Fox or USA Network, in conjunction with WWE officials, wants to pick one superstar from the team. The reason it's different well, is that the same the last time is, but there's no general managers anymore. Oh, that's true. That's true. Right? Yeah. It's all one company. So it essentially is going to be only the networks picking and Adam Pierce is it, probably going to say, is Adam Pierce going to have two phones? Can I man, say I this? Two phones? I love Adam Pierce, man. I love Thank Strap you. Daddy. Thank you. Can I say the, the, he is the perennial indie guy. Right. Oh, he held NWA on the on his back for like 15 years, and it's I'm so happy he's getting this moment in the sun. Shout out to Adam the Pierce. Person that I would be just as excited for as Adam Pierce is Joseph Park. Joseph Park, and 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 I know he's I know he's a talent player. I would be just as excited for. And I know his talent relations in in AW. I know he's got a good gig, but I want Chris Daniels to have a real chance in WWE one day. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. One day. I would um, even fine. I would even be fine with Daniels just doing kind of like Sting did, coming in for like one fun match, like a program yeah. with Styles, where he just like brings it back. I don't even care if he wrestles. He could be Jamie Noble. I just want him to have his moment. Oh no, I really kind of want to see him hit the Angels' wings on AJ Styles one last time. Just would, one last time. The TNA invasion is happening. Yeah, just um, one last time. <laughs> And um, the last, the last um, rule of the draft is any undrafted superstars will immediately be declared free agents and be able to sign with their brand of their choosing. Um, he's got kids. You can't say that no more. Because he just unsigned an impact. He's doing the same gimmick and impact. Well, they won't sign him either. Because he's got kids. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're going to see Breaking Bad version 2, and he's, he's later going to be out here <laughs> Heath Miller, I'm sorry, I can't call him Slater no more. Gonna be out here selling the the what's it? What was it called? The blue blue lollipop or whatever it was. 
Oh, I'm just waiting for like when COVID is over and he returns to the company to fulfill the prophecy. It's gonna, it's gonna take about two years though. It can't be immediately. It's gotta be about two years. I mean, y'all know he's gonna fulfill the prophecy. Y'all know he's gonna fulfill the prophecy, and Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre are gonna run down to the ring, and we're gonna get a three MB curtain call. Can't wait! Can't wait! Can't wait. Uh, uh, shot by Scott, right? Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, so the draft pool on Friday is, and I want you to pay attention because there are some notable people not mentioned. Draft pool on Friday. I'm gonna run through this fast. <clears throat> Oscar, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, Dana Brooke, Humberto Carrillo, Elias, who I guess, I guess is back now, Angel Garza, Drew Gulak, Heavy Machinery, all four members of the Hurt Business, Mickey James, all three members of the Lucha Booties, because they got Kalisto, so they still the booties, Drew McIntyre, Murphy, Ray and Dominic Mysterio together, Naomi, all three members of the New Day, Roman Reigns, Ricochet, Seth Rollins, Mandy Rose, as a tag team, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, Shorty G, AJ Styles, and singularly, Jay Uso. That's night one. So on night one, the WWE champion, the, the Universal champion, the Raw Women's champion, the, uh, the, uh, the Raw tag, the, Raw, um, the Women's tag team champions, the U.S. champion, like a lot of major people on uh, SmackDown. And on uh, Monday, Andrade, Bailey, Alistair Black, Alexa Bliss, Daniel Bryan. So Daniel Bryan, I guess, is still wrestling. Carmella, King Corbin, Apollo Crews, Nikki Cross, Daba Kato from Underground, Ziggler and Rude as a tag team. Eric, still a tag team? They never stopped me in a tag team. Uh, Rue just was stuck in Canada with the good health care. Eric of the Viking Raiders, alone, again, because Ivar is out for a while. Lacey Evans, this will make Carl happy. Charlotte Flair. Hmm. Jeff Hardy, Billy Kay, Lana, Keith Lee, as a tag team, Miz and Morrison. Riddick Moss. He Natalia. still works there? Riddick Moss? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Hey, good for him. Good for him. Good for him. You are the general manager of Raw tonight. You need to know this stuff. I'm looking <laughs> at the picture. <laughs> Natalia, Titus O'Neil, Randy Orton, Kevin Owens, R-Truth. This is important to note. All six members of Retaliation. Retribution. Same shit. Um, Matt Riddle. Retaliation is your girl's new name. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. No, is that's it? Mercedes. Mercedes can still get it, even though she don't want it for me. But reckoning, yes. Anyway, sorry, Matt. That's toxic. That's toxic masculinity, sir. Yeah, well, because because Matt Riddle is next. That's why. <laughs> um, the Riot Squad tag team of Ruby and Liv, Peyton Royce, Arturo Huas. I don't even Shame. know who that is. Me either. The Brazilian dude that fights in um, Raw Underground. Okay, I don't, I don't know who that is. Yeah, same. This is whole. This is this is these are your draft general managers, guys. Mel Kiefer and Mel Kiefer and Todd McShay. Yeah. 
I've been watching Raw. That doesn't mean I've been watching the underground. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. For the record, Arturo Huras is like legitimately the probably most badass guy in the company. Like he's like multi like a multiple time like black belt. Like he's he's a legit badass. Um Seamus, Shin and Cesaro as a tag team, the Street Profits as a tag team, Braun Strowman, keep getting them checks to Mina. <laughs> Akira, Akira Tozawa, Zelina Vega, Bray Brad Tozawa, you mean and Brad, you're right. I the <laughs> Brad the Ninja. Uh, Zelina Vega, Bray Wyatt, and Sami Zayn. Oh gosh, our draft are drastically different because those rules are stupid. (laughs) So we told you all that to tell you this. (laughs) Exactly. We're gonna do fifteen picks. We're doing none of that. We're gonna do fifteen picks. Each one of us is gonna take control of a brand, and. we're going to allow the champions to stay where they are because that's just less complicated logistically. So, Brother Rance is going to head up Team NXT because, you know, he's all about that yellow and black brand. That's my baby. Brother Carl is going to head up my beloved SmackDown Live because his daughter has the good tastes. (laughs) And then I... We'll be heading up that other show, Monday Night Raw. I want you to know, those of you listening who listen to this show, I gave Kyle SmackDown. And he said, no, nah, Raw. And, and tell, tell, me, tell them the exact reason why you said you wanted Raw. Well, I mean, the exact reason I want Raw is because I wanted Carl to have SmackDown because that's Audrey's show, and Carl and Audrey watch SmackDown together. That's but not I what you told. Why I told you I wanted you Raw, me, and I quote, "I want to oh, fix gonna it. Fix it. Yeah. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to make it better." So the few rules we have, at, and Kyle's uh, late most of our pretty uh, importantly is we still got the same thing. You can break up a tag team. You can keep a tag team. Stable, stay together if you want to, or if you want to take them apart, you can. Um, I added this just, just today, if you'll allow me. Because Raw, be, since they do the whole Raw gets three picks to SmackDown's two, and we're not doing that, I figured to keep the flow of that fair, I'd say Raw gets first pick, SmackDown second, NXT third, and no snake. So every right. round is the same way. So that okay. puts me at a disadvantage, but I'm the best drafter because I know all the wrestlers. Um, hold on, hold on, real quick. Hold on, real quick. I'm sorry. I wanted. To, I, I clearly, guys, I do my research. You said all the champions are staying though, and does that include tag teams? Because yeah. you can't break them up. Yeah. It includes tag teams, but the three titles that are floating, unless you want to change this now, we can do this on the air. Are the the cruiser, the twenty four seven, and the women's tag team. Okay. So with that, with, no, with that said, because I'm, I'm over here doing a spreadsheet like a geek. Oh, I got mine ready. I don't Let's... even know who the tag team champions are of NXT. The NXT tag champs are Brazongo. Yeah. Uh, boy, really? Brazongo. Yes. Okay. And then it's mm-hmm. Street Profits yes. on Raw, right? Ooh, the she things I would do to be one of those NXT titles. <laughs> and Shin and Cesaro on SmackDown, correct? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, okay, here's the question. Here's the question we need to talk about that I haven't asked you yet on the air. You ready? Yes. Are we drafting injured people? 
And what I mean is, like, Becky Lynch, Karrion Cross, Jimmy Uso. Like, are we, are we drafting them, or are we going to stick to how WWE's doing it? I mean... I feel... Go ahead, Carl. Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of how you are... You look at it, like, so they're probably going to do another draft in a year, right? So, like, are you... We're probably going to be doing this in a year. So, I mean, like, should we be thinking, like, of this roster as, like, the forever roster or, like, for the roster no. for the next year? You know what I, I mean? I think, personally, we should do it like they're doing it. Um, but I'm I'm amenable to change. I just find uh, it weird. My first pick is going to be Becky Lynch. What? My fuck ain't going to wrestle for, like, two years. Right. So, I yeah, kind of agree no, with that. I would leave her out if it were me. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. Right. Uh, we agreed. I thought I was going to ask one more thing, but I think I've forgotten. So, uh, oh, yeah. If someone's injured, you need to let me know just in case I picked the wrong person. Okay. All right. You will. I got you, sir. I got you. Hold on. Hold on. NXT is going to be the one where I struggle the most because I, I really don't I don't watch just NXT don't very often. My people. Just leave them for me. Just leave my people for me. No, I'm gonna got I've got some people in mind for NXT, but, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, so does that pull Charlotte Flair off the table? No, she's in the draft pool. She's okay, in the so WWE's draft pool, so she's in ours. I thought we were using whoever we wanted, not just the draft pool. Well, yeah, we are, but I'm saying your your question was, is she excluded because we were excluding injured people or whatever? My well, because she's in the draft is, pool. Is. Yeah, then she's clearly at least like capable of coming back at some point. Right, we think so. they, they obviously they clearly have something in mind for her, yeah. probably. Then, if that's yeah. the case, yeah. thank okay. you. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, God, <laughs> I, mean, I love that you dung me, you, you dinged me in. Um, because, like, as you said, I'm gonna fix Monday Night Raw, and if I'm gonna fix anything in the wwe i need the person who fixes characters so the number one overall pick is the fiend bray wyatt that's Wyatt. big that's big he fixes characters i've got to fix a show i need someone who fixes characters bray wyatt is the first pick off the board my goodness hmm. all right all right, uh, Carlton. So on the clock. I know I'm terrible again. Stables are up for grabs, right? Yes, yes sir. They are. Undisputed Era. You, first. Pick. You bitch ass. Okay. Uh, I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. Can we? Can we, <laughs> can we just talk like wrestling? See, I win already. I told you. I told you. That's why I, I, I made it seem like I didn't know nothing about SmackDown uh, or NXT, and then I was like, bam. They were literally going to be the first pick because there's no... Oh, my God. I can't believe you just did. Yeah. You're wrenching your plan. Should have let yourself pick first. I Like, you have thrown me for a serious... And and, and by the way, I just want to make a quick explanation as to why. Because So, I get to keep Roman Reigns. All right? He's the champ on SmackDown. Which, and I get to keep Bayley. So, I've pretty much, in my opinion, I already have... I already have... I come in with the best roster, in my opinion... So the best and Roman is going to be hard to deal with for a while, and so I feel like if you bring Undisputed Era in, kind of like how it was when uh, McIntyre won the title back in NXT, 
You know, you've got a group that's ready made blah, to blah, make his blah, life a living blah, hell. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So you have made me completely revisit my draft strategy. It's a, that's mm-hmm. a great pick. It's a great pick. I'm, I'll, I'll just say tremendous pick. I am going to toss my piece of my, my imaginary piece of paper in my hand in the trash. And I'm going to take my first pick. I'm going to pick Charlotte Flair. I like it. Nice. I'll survive, though. That wasn't a diss at you, but if it hurts your feelings, even better. <laughs> Calbert. Well, with my second overall pick, it's your boys, the New Day. New Day. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. So Basically, this is Monday Night Smackdown. <laughs> no. No, I have, I have a plan. I have a plan, but like it's smacked up, dog. It's great. I have a plan, but first of all, Raw desperately needs tag teams that are not Andrade and Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. Sure, like desperately. So in the meantime, Big E can you know fight against Bobby Lashley, and then you know the rest of the Hurt business. Sure. So that, that then that is the other thing. The hurt business is off the table because of Bobby Lashley, which is that's brutal. No, you can not still. In, you could take the. the you could oh. take the rest of them. I have not drafted anybody without, from the hurt business. Yes. The hurt business is an entity of four, which means that it'd be different if it was an entity of three. You're making them a tag team, but they're an entity of four, so they can still be a stable without Lashley. Yeah, hmm, that's true. You could take them if you wanted. They would be lacking Lashley, but you this, could take this, them. The CEO, yes. That's true. And now I'm thinking, because I was thinking but with no Lashley, I don't know if I necessarily want him quite as much, but they got MVP. But um, he is the most ball in his player. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm not gonna do it. Um, let's see. I had I have no strategy. That that my first my strategy was undisputed era. I knew that from the, the I knew that from the beginning. What's up? Was the, was the fuck with your best friend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, long term here. Okay. I see. Uh, let me see here. You guys were so much more prepared than I am, but I'm going to continue to keep this person on the roster and I'm going to have, I'm going to go with Sasha Banks. Smart. Good pick. <clears throat> I am going to go with my second pick for NXT. I'm going to bring back the father. I'm going to bring back the guy that started it all and consistently, I think, the most consistent performer on the in the, the company. Messiah? The Messiah himself. Seth Rollins is coming home. That's for our one. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Can you imagine Seth versus Finnegan? I'm that here for it. That'd be fun. Can you imagine if I had all four members of the Undisputed Era too? But you see what you did to me? <laughs> oh. I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy like that. Oh my god! See, the biggest mistake I made was letting was letting Kyle keep Raw. Because had you picked, had you had Raw like you're supposed to, you wouldn't have made that pick. No, probably not. I probably because I honestly, I probably would have just drafted the Hurt Business first and kept them there. That's probably what I would have done. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kyle. I just can't believe that. I'm, my, my, I'm so mad right now. Before I... <laughs> no, I'm going to draft them as a duo, and I'm going to justify it 
with the way that it is. I draft the Gargano way. Yeah, didn't know that they are a group. I, that's I, what. I draft Johnny and Candace. Nice. That's a good pick. A little early, but that's still a good pick. It is early, but like, I would. The only reason I took them is because they're a duo, and I get to keep Candace. Because if it was just Johnny, like that could have waited. Fair enough. But I want, but I want Candace. That's fair. Uh... Even manic pixie dream girl Candace. <laughs> Candace. Somebody give that girl some acting lessons because she's fantastic in the ring, but character work is not her strong point. <laughs> I mean, it's not her husband's either. They are a vanilla family that can go. Fair enough. So this is... I'm going a little off, and it's definitely early, but I really, 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 really like this guy. And I just think that, like, even though it's only for a year... You know, I just think that he's this guy has got he he has it already almost, and it's crazy he, to me. He bought this such shit. I am doing such shit. I'm, 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 I'm taking Dominic Mysterio next. <laughs> Dominic. <laughs> yes. Hey, why are y'all hating? Because Kyle hates this pick so much. <laughs> oh yeah. Look, man, the dude, the dude is got a bright future, and I think you could do a lot with some of the guys that are on that roster right I now. Mean, you know, Dominic Guerrero will be fine. <laughs> so, so for the record, again, I think that's a little early for him. However, he's had one of the best few like rookie years ever, and. So I know how I know how Carl thinks. Long term, this could be a great pick for him. So oh, he's right about one thing. Dominic definitely has a bright future. I will not take that away from him. Yeah. Like I'm not here for the nepotism of it all, but like, dude, sure. dude is he's already a better actor than his dad, and he shows promise for someone with so little experience. And he's a regular sized human. That helps. Yes. We're gonna do something about that get up though. The gear sucks. Yeah, and it's and it always shits me out when people when guys like that do that. Like, bro, we know what your stomach looks like. It's okay. You ain't gotta wear yeah. a shirt. Yeah, he, got just, beat, not, he got beat up on live television. It's just it's not even it's not that. Like, clearly he's not a body guy, but like, if you're gonna, he's trying too hard to like pay homage to his dad, and it's like, nah, bro, just be yourself. Do your own thing. So for my third pick, I am going to kind of get back what uh, Carl stole from me. <laughs> and I'm going to buck the trend and use the greatest loophole in this draft. I am drafting not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but all six members of Retribution. I said the name right, right? right? Yeah. I said the name right? Yeah, you did. You did good. And for the record, for the record, if I if I may bloviate for a second about retribution, I told you so. Um, <laughs> not 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 you two, like the fans. Give them time. Long term story long term storytelling happens, and Mustafa Ali is on his way to being a world champion. I will say so this though. I will say this: the fans are consistent in their impatience because they did the same shit with Dark Order. 
and everybody shat on that for the longest and then give it fucking time to figure itself out to like work through the kinks to find who the leader is etc etc and now it's one of the best parts of that fucking show true it's a good point you just gotta be patient um but uh speaking of people who had things stolen from them and like kind of relating to my last pick my next pick is Tommaso Ciampa. The Fiend has to fix them and make them a tag team again, and then Candice can do her thing in the women's division. So, I have a plan. I don't know if it'll work. Rance is just like, what the fuck is he doing with this show? There, there, are, mom- there are moments in my life where I'm very glad I'm black. Because you can't see how my skin is like the color red right now. Because <laughs> not only have you stolen the Undisputed Era from me, but you stole my favorite person maybe in the company besides Roman. Gold, <sighs> yeah, Goldie, needs, uh, Goldie needs a new perch. I've said numerous times there's only one man in my life I'll ever call daddy, and that is Tommaso Ciampa. Well done, <laughs> sir. All right. So I have a plan in place. I don't know if it'll work. We'll see. But I am going to separate Bobby Lashley from the rest of his brethren and bring the Hurt Business to SmackDown. Good man. But I have a reason. No, it's a good move. Yeah, you don't need no reason, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Well, no, I, the reason will come later. All right. I see. Look, look, look at you. Landing for fair. later picks. I see. Um, okay. For my next pick, I am gonna pick a man who I think in real life will be will go to uh, NXT. I'd like for it to happen, but I'm gonna pick <clears throat> the phenomenal AJ Styles. AJ, AJ Styles. Nice. So right now, that means my top four is Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Mustafa Ali, and AJ Styles. Yes, please. Gonna be some what's the work rate show? Yeah. They got characters, yeah. fool. They got characters. <laughs> Damn, you're right. I gotta pick like I gotta pick like a a, a no telling guy now. My next pick. Hmm. I'm having to think for a moment. I think I want my next pick to be Rhea Ripley. Fuck. Fuck. You trying to build a strong woman's vision, bro. I give it to you. Who was it? I didn't hear it. Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. I'm sorry. Thank you. It's mm-hmm. a good pick. It's a really good pick. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm also trying to build a strong women's division. And so right now, you know, if I'm going with current stories, you've got Bailey and Sasha in a story, right? I mean, that's where we're headed. And eventually, Sasha's going to get that belt. But someone eventually is going to have to take it from her. And I know that seems kind of like, well, yeah, that's how it works with wrestling. But this was part of my plan with the Hurt Business. I'm not going to waste any time. They need a female. They need a woman. Oh, no. no. Oh, okay. I'm cool with yeah. that. All right. All right. Hey, yeah. yeah. I'm here for it. So I thought you were going to pick the other beautiful black woman because I'm choosing her. <laughs> I apologize yeah. to the homie Tez. I apologize, big homie. 
Well, Bianca got to come back and run in, run NXT. I got Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. Nice, nice, nice. I like Naomi and her business, bro. That's dope. Yeah, that is real. I'm really here for that. I think I'm it would be really... like an interesting character change for her. You know what I mean? It's, she's overdue for yeah. for heel turn, right? She yes. absolutely is, and it like it just works. Um. All right. Oh, hold on, guys. I'm sorry. I forgot. I'm the host. Five picks into the draft. Raw has drafted <laughs> the Fiend Bray Wyatt, the New Day, the Gargano family, Johnny and Candice, Tommaso Ciampa, and Rhea Ripley. SmackDown has drafted, in a shocking turn of events, the Undisputed Era, the boss, Sasha Banks, by himself, Dominic Mysterio, Without their CEO, the Hurt Business, and the new CEO, Naomi. And Rance has drafted to NXT, Charlotte Flair. The... M- m- the one Wednesday night, the win- night thank Messiah. You, thank you. I had a lapse. The Wednesday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. All six members of Retribution. The phenomenal AJ Styles and Bianca Belair. Bianca. I'm with the draft. Sorry. All right. Um... You know, I wasn't originally intending to go with women back-to-back picks, but I do feel like I'm going to need another heel. And so I'm going to bring Sister Abigail, Alexa Bliss, also over to Raw since, you know, The Fiend. So obviously Alexa got to come too. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Dog. I'm really enjoying Candace. Sister Abigail, Alexa Bliss. Like I am really enjoying this schizophrenic break. Worst thing to ever happen to WWE for this one reason: Alexa gonna be gone in a movie in like a year. Probably, <laughs> but like, the, but like this schizophrenic breakdown that she is having fantastic. is so fucking awesome. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I I agree with you, Carlton. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm starting to struggle a little bit here because I'm looking at my roster and I got I got a lot of heels too, and I'm, so I'm looking for some good, solid faces. You can always turn a heel face. You know, I know. Adam Cole can go the other way. That's true, and I've got the hurt business, and I I would probably throw them in there with undisputed air pretty quickly. You know, there's some things that you could do. So maybe I should just take value. You know, I don't know. I get I, I always think this is where I had a plan in the beginning, and now it's like okay. Round it out, even though there's 10 picks to go still for everybody. You see, you shouldn't have gone against your plan. and sto- See, God don't like ugly, sir. You shouldn't have stole my people. <laughs> oh, boy. You're going to, you're going to, you're not going to like that one for a while, are you? No, yeah, that, that bothers me, sir. Ah, well, I do apologize. But I ha- I'm going to have some, I'm taking another hit right now as a heel. Uh, I'm taking another guy to really, that you know, there's a lot of young people on my roster. A lot of guys, I mean, Dominic is the hurt. You know, like I've got a lot of people that can be, that need someone that you can have great matchups with. I know where you're going. Great. I know where you're going. It's a good pick. I'm taking Randy Orton. Best pick. This is the best pick made in the draft so far, I think. It's a great pick, yeah. yeah. Randy Orton in the sixth round? Fantastic. Yeah. So, I am stuck here because I, I, I'm stuck on three, three, three people. And I think I can get away with, with stealing all three. So I'm going to go with the one that's most important to me first. And, uh, yeah, this is going to hurt. 
But yeah, this is this this is what I need to do. I need to bring home Mr. Keith Lee. Oh yeah, it's a good one. Good pick. I thought good about pick. him too, and then because of I was talking about faces and heels. He is limitless. Yeah. And we go back to his original music. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes. Please do that. It's in the contract. I am going to push hard Monday Night Murphy. I'm I feel like you guys are picking Monday all my Night favorite people. Boy, I swear. God. Mm. Now that he's free of Seth and Dominic and no Aaliyah to hold him back. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. I promise you, if there's one thing I, I'll never do again, I will never tell you motherfuckers my favorite wrestlers ever again. <laughs> <laughs> never again. Because <laughs> you will steal them all. We have not stolen all of your favorite wrestlers. It's just that a lot of the wrestlers you like happen to also be really good. It's true. You got good taste. So, well, thank you. They try to make it better. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a nice guy, man, you know. <laughs> uh, okay. So, I'm thinking here, I've got, I'm, I'm taking, I'm, I'm continuing here. I'm going to pick value, well-rounded, can play both heel and face, can do all kinds of things. Um and really, this is also just a personal preference because he still is my favorite wrestler in the company outside of Roman. And mm. I'm, I'm taking Kevin Owens. Right Son here. of a bitch. That's, that was going to be my next pick. Good pick. Good pick. Very good pick. Love me some KO. Yeah, he's great. So I'm going to pick, you said your favorite. I'm going to pick possibly the most underrated guy on the roster. Um, and I'm going to take a little liberty because of the team and put him back where he's in the situation he's supposed to be in. Can somebody roll the tongue for me, please? <laughs> and Zelina. Good pick. El Idolo. I like it. Yeah, that's a Thank great you. pick. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Can you imagine Andrade versus Damian Priest? Jesus Christ. Oh, that'll be real good. That will be really good. Mm. What you got, Kyle? The King. Good pick. You you need a piece of shit heel. Good job. The King. Yeah. I love that theme song. Even without with the horns, it's good. But I liked it before without the horns. I just like the hook. That was like the. I think that was the last song Jim Johnston did before he got let go. And you can mm -hmm. tell he put he put yep. his foot in that shit. Well, you know, somebody had put something on Twitter about the difference between Cephas and Jim Johnson, and they really were right. Jim Johnson made actual songs. Cephas just made 90-second hooks that were catchy as fuck. Yeah, exactly. I like it. So I'm, I'm still working on my, my women's division here, and I'm, not, I'm definitely not done. But I'm, I'm like, I'm looking for... You know, people that I can, you can trust all the time. And I, I would personally maybe tweak the character a little bit uh, than what WWE is doing with her right now, um, which I think they might do now that she's split from Alexa Bliss. But I'm going to take Nikki Cross here. So I, now I've got just four solid women on my roster, Bailey, Sasha, Naomi, and Nikki. And I know I'm not really moving away from what SmackDown already has in that regard, but I'm a big fan of hers. So that's where I'm going to go. Good. It's a little early, but. 
with you putting Naomi as a heel, it changed the whole dynamic because she's never wrestled them as a heel before. So you, it's basically like a new, a brand new roster. Yeah. Um, I am going. I have to continue the uh, tradition of of my brand having the best women in women's division in the business, especially in the company. So I'm going to pick the wonderful twosome of Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Thought about Dakota Kai. I like it. Yeah, I thought about Dakota as well. Um, I'm still working on rounding out my tag team division. So I am going to take <laughs> Legado del Fantasma. Oh, that was going to be my sneak pick in like two picks. Oh, I hate I you so much. I am going to take Legado del Fantasma. Oh. That's a fantastic pick, sir. That's a fantastic pick, and and you get you bring the cruiserweight championship with you. Yeah, which is good because it'll give Johnny something to do. <laughs> Vanilla midget ass. I mean, you know, until I put DIY back together, you know, when Champa slums it for a little bit. So, uh, you guys make it difficult for me. I like all your picks. And so I'm just over here and I'm thinking. Damn, I was gonna stick to the motherfuckers too. Damn. Yeah, it's 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 not easy. I, I forgot I forgot I forgot Kyle watches NXT. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking these motherfuckers don't watch Wednesdays, they don't know who I'm about to pick. They don't know shit. They don't watch. Oh, uh, so I'm going to pull someone from NXT. For the for the uh, for the roster, I don't like uh, this. Uh, and you guys rave about him all the time. I've only seen him. I very, hope it's who I, I think it him. is. But I do love him. And what I've what I've watched, I'm taking Kushida. Oh yeah, that's an awesome fucking pick. So like, I'm I'm. It wasn't who I thought it was, but that's an awesome fucking pick. <laughs> Rance, is, that was one of the three. Rance, I, I am here for one. Kushida on Fridays. Rance is ready to just walk out of this draft right now. <laughs> you know, you're trying, to, you're trying to show kindness to people and offer to have your pick last. And this is what your friends do to you. Because that was your first mistake. Alright. Alright. Hey. Let's see how we're playing. Mm. Um, okay. Um, I'm... I'm Again, keeping with with the fact that I want to have the best women's division, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, draft the women's tag team champions, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Good moves, good moves. I like that. Kushida, you don't even know who Kushida is. If Kushida was standing in front of you, you couldn't tell me that was him. No, I know who he is. I'm going to the moon. Stay away from my brand. Stay away from my brand. All them people on them two big ones. Why do you want to come steal my people? Who did he just grab? I didn't hear him. Cameron Grimes. Oh, can you know he was another one I thought about. <laughs> and now look, my next pick. I don't think Rance is probably looking at this person, but they are NXT again. Oh my god! So, <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I just love the character and the silliness of it. And she's a good wrestler. I'm taking Shotzi Blackheart. I'm a big fan hey, of her. <laughs> Dog, Shotzi's a star. Why would you steal it from me? Great. 
I got a good women's division, man. It's not quite as strong as Rance's, but I've got a lot of good workers. For, for the record, Kyle, I'm not mad at the Cameron Grimes pick. It's a great pick in general, but I know it's your boy, y'all Carolina kids. I respect that. Chassis Black Blackheart is tremendous, and that's probably, as I know you very well, Carl, she'd probably be your favorite wrestler in the whole company in about Look, I love that she's hosting Halloween Havoc, too. Like, I was, like, super hyped for that. I cannot wait. That was, my, like, my favorite pay-per-view when I was a kid watching WCW. So, I think that's pretty awesome. <clears throat> oh, look, because if, if – so, let me draft this guy because if you guys draft this dude – I'm I'm going to flip some shit, okay? Because I know you motherfuckers, and y'all do it just to fuck with me. So I, so just just so that I can keep my sanity, I'm drafting Alistair Black. Who? I don't know who that is. I will be honest with you. I would have never taken him. I thought about it just to <laughs> fuck with Rance, but... So first you're going to steal my people. Then you're going to do the blatant disrespect of not even <laughs> wanting to draft him? What? Oh, man. We're great. I thought about just... doing it just to fuck with Rance, but I couldn't think of a way to do it without saying his name and, like, ruining the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to let those of you listening, I'm uh, recruiting new co-hosts, if you're interested. Alistair Hack. Uh, All right, so we're at we're at we've reached ten now. So uh, in the past five picks, Kyle has drafted uh, Alexa Bliss, Monday Night Murphy, the King himself, King Corbin, the Cruiserweight Champion uh, Santos Escobar and Legado de Fantasma, and Cameron Grimes. Carl has drafted the Viper Randy Orton, Kevin Owens, Nikki Cross. In a shock that I even know that I, he even know who's, knows who he is, Kushida, <laughs> and Shashi Blackheart, and I for NXT have drafted the limitless one, Keith Lee, back together again, Andrade and Zelina, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, and Alistair Black. Five more people. Curveball, Tony Storm. That's a hell of a curveball. And you know what else is curved? I'm not going to do it. I mean, it's a curveball, but it's a good pick for that women's division. You're right, but there's something else curved on it, too, and I don't – I toss his masculinity, but I'm going to be good. Who was it? Tony Storm. Oh, Tony Storm. See, and the thing is, I, I, I thought about her, too, in my head. I was like, NXT UK, so I can't take her. Can we say well first and foremost she's officially NXT now and secondly I know I know that's that's why I was like yeah can we not draft NXT UK people is that sure yeah no I say well, listen I said let's not because we didn't talk about it and I don't want you bitch asses to draft Walter out of nowhere and I'd be pissed I would never so. draft Walter because I know he's not moving to America <laughs> <laughs> I need him five times give him the Brock Lesnar deal that's all I need that's all I need yeah. bro. Like, like for real, it's it's good enough. He's good enough. I'd take it. I'm just saying, like, I know better than to draft Walter because I'm just like, that's all I could get out of Walter is the Brock Lesnar treatment. You'll do it's, WrestleMania and four other dates, right? It's worth it. Um, no, man. Uh, no NXT UK just because we didn't talk about it. Just to be fair. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. So, yeah, Tony Storm. But Pete Dunn counts, I think, because he's yes, officially. Absolutely, because he's yeah. NXT. Yeah, okay. That's fair. 
Yeah, that's yeah. Now I'm kind of jealous because I would I, see in my head. I'm like Tony's NXT UK, and then I remembered, fuck, she's NXT because of just recently with Takeover. I, I'm my brain. That's what I get for not paying attention. Because Tony probably would have gone before. Maybe probably definitely would have gone before Shotzi there. But that's okay. So why yeah. could you have not paid attention when you drafted Undisputed Era? Because we could have been good, and I could have, and and everything could have been right in the world. Well, I'm sorry, man, but I am gonna take Pete Dunn right here because. They'll, they'll, they'll work. I mean, just more matchups here. Like and Sammy and Orton and all these guys. So, yeah, Pete Dunn. So, I keep looking at the roster list and I keep wanting to draft Cesaro and Sammy Zayn, and I realize I can't, and that makes me I sad. I know, right? Me too. <laughs> I know. I've been having that same thought over and over again. I'm like, I just want Cesaro and Sammy. Um, but I'm going to keep with uh, the women's division. I'm going to draft Ember Moon. Oh, good pick! I was so happy to see, I was so happy to see her. Me too, man. And she looks good. She oh looks my really god, good. I was so happy to see her. Like, so excited. Uh, all right, now it is getting hard though. Hmm. I want. I want them both, but I don't want them as a tag team. So I'm not going to draft them. Um, I want just. John Morrison. I wanted him and Miz, but I don't want them as a tag team. I want, I'm ready to break that up, so well, I want John. Well, Carl about to draft Miz next, so go ahead and get it over with. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, that's a boy. I, I like him, but so here's the thing. I'm, I'm actually, I also kind of agree that I think they're going to break them up on Friday, honestly, or whatever. Or is it Monday that they're available? I can't remember. Whatever day it is. Well, remember the first time they were the first time they broke up. They broke up because of the draft. So it's it's kind of ironic storytelling. And it would be fitting. It would be fitting if this time Morrison beat the shit out of Miz when they broke up. See, you you, you smell what I'm. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I agree with that. That's because that's kind of what I was getting. I was like, I think they're going to break him up, but they're going to flip it, kind of how they did all those years ago. So that's oh, like, yeah. That's so I uh, am also probably going to keep going with the women's division here. I'm just right now. I've been going like. Women's division, and then the men. Women's division, the men. Pretty much. Um, so, but I'm between two people. So I'm just kind of I'm sitting here and I'm I'm thinking about who I would who I think I could do more with. But I also think I could use this person in a in terms of character work and stuff like that, and just how great I think she is. And I don't think she's going to be the one to get the push of the two, uh, formerly of the Iconics. I'm taking Billy Kay here. Interesting. All right. Pick depth. Yeah. I, I'm going to make both of you very mad because I'm going to make the smartest pick of the entire draft. Okay. I am thinking long-term. And I am thinking with the specific point. I'm going to draft Jay Uso. Hmm. Yeah, because you'll get Jimmy eventually. You use you, you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The show. Hey, Rance, I'm sorry. Because yes, I, 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 oh, I, I, no, no, I forgot to type one in. Oh, no, no, you're good. Yes, sir. Between Aleister Black and Jay Uso, who was that? Ember Moon. Ember Moon, that's right. Okay. And and Kyle, took right before I took Billy Kay, you took... Um, John Morrison. Joe Mo. Yeah, Morrison. Sorry, I'm trying to keep up and type in so I don't repick anybody. You're fine. Oh, you're good. I, I got I got the list all written down too. 
I'm, I'm going to tweet it out, actually. I like it. Whose pick is it? Mine? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay. I'm looking at, I'm just looking at names, trying to, like, make some decisions. I'm going to bring back the PowerPoint presentations, and uh, I'm going to draft Drew Gulak. Good man. Coach Gulak. It wouldn't be a draft if I didn't have one of my guys. You know? Like, I'm sitting here and I look at, like, of course I have Owens, who I'm a big fan of. But I'm kind of looking at the at the rosters, and I'm like, you know... I need someone that I'm a big fan of and he hasn't been picked up yet. So I'm going to go ahead and take him here at round 13 and I'm going to keep Seamus on SmackDown. Good for him. You know, I didn't, I just looked at you, you bringing up Drew Gulak made me realize we haven't drafted Daniel Bryan. I know. I was just yeah. thinking about that. I, yeah. If you hadn't taken him, I was going to take him next. I was like, yeah. we haven't taken Daniel yet. Daniel Bryan, please. And thank you. Yeah, no, that makes sense. NXT is honestly the right place for him in terms of how many dates he would want to work at this point. Agreed, agreed. Get that good, get get that cushy ass Finn Balor deal. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. So yeah, no, that makes perfect fucking sense. Hmm. Gosh, now we're getting into the nitty gritties. It was letting talent on the board. It's just the oh, yeah. it but it's just like, what direction do you want to go? Because like, there's only two picks left, and hmm. you know, this is gonna be an this is a weird pick, I think, but it's not because he's fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna take Bronson Reed. Good pick with our boy Malcolm. I'm going to take Bronson Reed and our boy Malcolm as his manager. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to let you take Malcolm, sir. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm a little surprised, although I think he's, I think he's hurt, but he's in the pool, the Friday draft pool. So I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not going to skip over him if, if you guys aren't cool with that. But Elias, huh? Elias, not Elias. I thought. I thought I heard that Angel Garza was hurt. Maybe I heard that that was Humberto Carrillo that's hurt. No, no, but no. Angel's hurt, but he's not hurt where he can't wrestle no more. Like he's going to be back soon. All right. Well, I'm I'm taking Angel Garza here uh, for SmackDown. I love that guy, and I want him on my roster. Okay. That's about that's that's the explanation. So no, Angel's good. So. Um, I am going to take a little bit of liberty um, with my next pick and make a tag team that isn't officially a tag team, but they have worked together on screen. Is that okay? I'm okay. fine with it. I think I know where you're going with this, but I'm fine with it either way. Um, I got I, I want. I, I, I was finding some kind of way to draft the homie uh, Swerve Scott, and oh, if you yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah. If you watched this, uh, the the takeover, Ashanti uh, via Adonis came and helped my boy out. I I, I want to draft them as a tag team, so I'm drafting Swerve and, and Adonis. I'm that wasn't what that. I thought. Okay, cool. I like it. I'm fine with that. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a good pick. Hmm. Thank you. 
Last pick, gentlemen. Last pick of the draft. I know. That's or do you want do you so want to do you want to push it to twenty, or we go with this fifteen? No, I mean I'm fine with fifteen, but it's just anytime oh. it's your last pick, it's always hard. Carl, it just hit me who you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just hit me who you were thinking of. I still might draft him actually. I know how I'm taking last, and as long as Kyle doesn't take him, but you know, I'm trying to think of who I'm going to take still. Like I'm. I'm not sure. Like, I know who I want to take as a homer pick, but, like, it's not a good long-term pick. I, I got my last pick. I got it. I'm ready to go. I know you're ready to go. I'm still working on it. No, no, no. No rush. I'm just saying I feel confident. Oh, good. That's good. Good. I'm glad that you feel confident. Confidence <laughs> is key. Okay, I think for my last pick, I am going to take, fuck it, I'm going to take the homer. My last pick is Jeff Hardy. Good pick. That's a great last pick. I definitely wouldn't. Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy could be world champion tomorrow and the fans That's, wouldn't. Bat no, back. like, I, I would Ooh, love yeah. to. He, I would love for him to get one more like feel good run and bring back no more words. And well, he said when fans coming back, it's coming. I know. He said, and he it. said, and this is how I know it's the truth because he said that was part of his contract. I'm I'm ready for it. I love no more words. Carl, last pick, sir. Yeah, I know it. Really, the person. I don't know that I even necessarily want to take this person, but it's almost criminal just because of who he is not to take him. And so I'm sitting here thinking like, really? Like, I don't, I'm not, I don't care for him, but I know he has appeal. So it's kind of, uh, your draft, man. I know it. I know it. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I was gonna pick another. I was gonna take another uh, person for the women's division, but I, I went. Ahead, I'm going ahead and changed my mind. I'm just. I'm just gonna go ahead and, and take Braun Strowman here on the last with the last pick. That's a great pick because yeah. that's what I was thinking. I was thinking of him too, but I decided differently. Good pick. Uh, and Braun has a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. Like, he does. We he sit does. here. We we act like Braun isn't Braun isn't a like a major cog of the company. He's a big part of it. Um. With my last pick, I needed one more tag team. Um, and ain't no tag teams. <laughs> so go with a tag team. I just left them alone for the most part. Look, you wasn't wrong. You could get the Lucha Booties without Kalisto. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Thank you. That's not going to happen. Um, Carl, was the two people working together that you thought I was talking about, was it Drake and Killian? Uh, actually, No. Uh, I'll go ahead and tell you though. I don't. I, I, I was thinking Apollo Cruz and Ricochet because weren't they working that's, together a little bit? That's that's actually who I was going to draft. That's why I was asking. Yes, yeah. drafting Apollo and Ricochet. I thought about drafting one or the other. I did not think of drafting them as a tag team. I wouldn't want them if it was one of them alone. No, I agree. They're better as a tag team. But then okay. I, I agree with you on that. I wouldn't have taken them as separate either. Not with fifteen. Not in first 15 rounds at least 
Now imagine if you hadn't if you had snuck Malcolm Bivens with fucking Bronson Reed who doesn't need him. And but I, I wanted Malcolm, Malcolm Bivens. But I wanted Malcolm Bivens. I feel you. I feel you. Um, okay. So at the end of our uh Outsiders Edge first annual mock draft, the raw brand ran by general manager Kyle the the what's your nickname? The, the, the Sage the, of the Squared Circle. Yes. Um, is Bray Wyatt, The New Day, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae, Tommaso Ciampa, Rhea Ripley, Alexa Bliss, Murphy, King Corbin, all three members of Legado de Fantasma, Cameron Grimes, Tony Storm, John Morrison, Drew Gulak, Bronson Reed, and Jeff Hardy. I think on top, you should also add who the champions are so they know what you're dealing with. Thank you. Oh, well, our champions are Drew McIntyre, um, Bobby Lashley. And the Street Profits. And the Street Profits. And Oscar. Oh, and Oscar. Yes. I also Oscar. got the Cruiserweight title because I got Legato del Fantasma. Because he's an asshole who likes to steal people from his best friends. Not as egregiously as I do, apparently. Uh, no, yes. And look, when you 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 had to see me eventually, bro. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> Catch him in these streets. <laughs> On the SmackDown brand, Carl has drafted the Undisputed Era. <sighs> uh, Sasha Banks, Dominic Mysterio, the Herb Business, without Bob Lashley, of course, Naomi, Randy Orton, Kevin Owens, Nikki Cross, Kushida, Shashi Blackheart, Pete Dunne, Billy Kay, Sheamus, Angel Garza, and Braun Strowman. Carl, tell everybody your, your champions. Yeah, so my champs, I have the Tribal Chief, Universal Champion Roman Reigns, uh, the true Intercontinental Champion Sami Zayn, the SmackDown Women's Champion Bayley, and the SmackDown Tag Team Champions Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. And me over at the little video gold, black and gold brand, uh, I have drafted for NXT Charlotte Flair, Seth Rollins, all six members of Retribution, AJ Styles, Bianca Belair, Keith Lee. I just, I just realized that on top of my women's division, I, st- I got Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez, too. I just yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. I just realized that. Um, yeah, Retribution. AJ Styles, Bianca Belair, Keith Lee, Andrade and Zelina Vega, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, the women's tag team champion, Shanna Baszler and Nia Jax, Alistair Black, Ember Moon, Jay Uso, who hopefully will be soon reunited with his brother, Daniel Bryan, Swerve Scott and Ashante the Adonis, and Apollo Crews and Ricochet. And my champions are NXT champion uh, The Big Hog, a.k.a. Finn Balor, uh, the NXT North American champion um, Damian Priest, the tag team champions Brizongo, mm. and the... And the... Mm. Oh, hey, get it out. Oh, they're just both so fine. <laughs> and and uh, the women's champion, and I believe, no offense to Bad Bailey, but the best women's champion in the business, Io Shirai. I like it. Tweet us at the at Outsiders HCS, at uh, Outsider Curvin, at uh, Dr. S'mores, at It's Ray Cash. Hit us up. Tell us who you thought had the best draft, what you liked. 
tell us who we were dumb as hell not to draft. I see a lot of people complaining that there's no Miz. I see some people complaining about quite a few things, actually. There's no Dolphin Rude. There's a lot of people that weren't drafted that wouldn't normally be drafted. Let us know. Or we fucked up. Um, yeah. Um, but yes, uh, gentlemen. And also, just also was going to say this. Um, you know, there's a lot of people. There's some injured people here. So, like, for instance, there's no Becky Lynch. Um, but eventually, Becky Lynch will come back, right? So, I mean, we think so. Like, maybe you could even add where you might place some of these other people that are injured and maybe will come back at some point, you know, uh, like like a Becky Lynch or even someone who actually doesn't even have a contract right now, like Brock Lesnar, you know, if he were to resign. That's some- a good point. Yeah, I wouldn't even think about Brock. Well, this is what we can do. I've been wanting, long wanting to, to do a full-on chair shot draft per show. So we'll have the Greg DeMarco show as one draft, have us as one as one one team, have um, Pot is War, you know, and, and so on and so forth, and have you all trying the show. to moderate that many people. I mean, we don't have to do it over. It doesn't have to be a uh, podcast. That's true. That's true. You know? That's true. That's true. Um, That's true. It could be a, it could be an article, and we can just tweet it out. You know, oh, we could yeah, do it that way. We could do it that um, way. Yeah. And that way we can encompass not only the all WWE, but everybody. Because I'd be curious to see right now. In fact, that's how we'll end the show before we have our goodbyes. Carl, Kyle, and myself, all three of us, if every company be damned, all titles be damned, who's the first pick of every professional wrestler active in this in the world? I say active, I mean like even if they're injured, right? Of all active wrestlers in the world, regardless of company, regardless of of <clears throat> brand, regardless of title, who are you dropping? Uh, mine go with go yeah go ahead go ahead yeah go go. Oh, I was gonna say mine will. It won't surprise the listeners at all. It'll surprise some people because it's not like the biggest name in the world. But mine is Hangman Page. Of everybody in the world, you're dropping Hangman Page. Mine right? is Hangman Page. I love Hangman. I love Hangman Page. So, like, if I get my pick and it's my fucking money and I get to sign somebody and I get to do whatever the fuck I want, sure. I would pick Hangman Page. Yes, sir. I have a question. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, uh, it's For me, it's clear. It's Roman Reigns. Best character, best wrestler, best, best, best all around, period. Roman Reigns. Agreed completely. I also want to pick Roman Reigns, but in the, in the interest of in, being interesting, I'm not. Um, I am between three people. I think there's a clear. I think there's some clear names, but I'm curious to hear what they are. Uh, so the three people I'm I'm in between are, of course, Naito. Of course. Charlie Flair. Huh. And honestly, the person I'm going to draft, and I'm going to hate myself for this, but I can hate myself more than I hate you guys right now. Uh, <laughs> I am drafting, if if I had my chance to draft the one person and build my company around. Oh, how, is a clear answer. How it, I, I think it's pretty fucking clear. If it's not Roman, it's got to be Okada. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, if you didn't say it, I would have said, like, the clear, obvious answer is Okada. I just picked Hangman because I love Hangman. Isn't Roman, I mean, isn't Okada still, like, in his 20s? 
He's like he, 27, 28. So I'm like, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you right now. I think he might be 29 or like about to turn 30, but like he's still very fucking young. Yeah. Like Roman is my age. He's 35. So, I mean, he, you, you, a guy like Okada at his age, like. He's, he's 32. He's 32. Okay. Still, that's, that's right in the middle of your prime right now. I mean, you're picking essentially. I mean, if I didn't say Roman, it would be Okada. They're 1A and 1B, in my opinion. Well, well no, I, speaking of youth, speaking of youth, you know, Hangman is only 29. So, like. Okay. I, I like years to build around that. I, I'm, I like Hangman a lot. I just don't pay that much attention to AEW. And so that's kind of part of my issue is there's not a lot of guys over there with the exception of John Moxley right. yeah. that I would build a company around. Speaking know? of speaking of youth, you know who I, you know who we can go with if we don't want to go with Okada? Jay White is 28. Oh, yeah. yeah, White is really young. Yeah, White is really young. I always forget about how young he is. Gives yeah, out here. I remember when he was a young lion. Well, y'all, you as always, remember we here at the Outsiders Edge are some increasingly older gentlemen uh, doing the best we can out here in this world to, you know, make a living and avoid the Rona. And sometimes <laughs> we're going to say some things that are going to piss you off. And sometimes we're going to, um, you know, not draft your favorite people in our mock draft and have some ridiculous traits. Um, but no matter what, y'all, remember, we're just out here chasing our dreams, and like, you gotta respect that. Because if you don't, well, we just don't give a fuck. I can't believe. Yeah, I'm not saying it because you stole my shit. <laughs> Catch you next time, y'all. <laughs> See ya.